Hey, you guys want to uh, grab a beer? Oh, always. S- sounds good to me. All right, I got a spot. Hourglass yeah. Brewing in Longwood, Florida. I don't know. Now, listen, Doug, I know you're from out of town. This is the place I go for all my local craft beer. Delicious, 40 beers on tap. And the best part is it's a haven for nerds like me, like you. Yeah, the 240-seat Longwood Tap Room. They stock that with nerd nostalgia, video games, board games, cornhole boards. They even have a dog-friendly patio. You can't beat that. I absolutely love it. I mean, I feel like I know this this uh, establishment just from Eric's Instagram and Facebook because he's there a lot. Um, they support his art and the local artists in the area. And uh, I'm excited. The first time I get back down to Florida with these two guys, uh, we're heading over there. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yes, the art, the arcades, the pinball machines. There is uh, literally an homage painted on the wall to uh, Rick Moranis and Spaceballs. I mean, what more can you ask for in a brewery? Hourglass Brewing, Longwood, Florida. Uh, Check it out. Go there. They are sponsors of the show. They support us. Go support them. Welcome back to our look at Avengers Endgame Part 3. Let's jump right back in. Things are getting exciting now. We are on the planet Morag with uh, War Machine and Nebula. Um, This is some of my favorite shit in the time heist. Yes. You know, it's, it's... it's great because I also don't necessarily like Chris Pratt as a human. <laughs> so yeah, it works on multiple levels. Um, so they're on Morag and then they send a Hawkeye and Black Widow off to get the Soul Stone on, uh, on the creepiest of the planets. Um, they say the, that the coordinates are laid into the ship. All they have to do is not fall out. And as <laughs> as they're rocketing through hyperspace, kind of with like giddy glee on their faces, you know, they're laughing like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and he gives her that famous line like, well, it's a long way from Budapest. Like yeah. it's, you know, how do we find ourselves in these situations? It's crazy. Um, so we, we're cutting back a lot between, you know, the different uh, locales of the time heists. We find out from Nebula that uh, we got to be careful because in the year 2014, um, we're not the only ones here looking for these stones. And, and of course, War Machine's like, well, who else is looking for me? I am. got to remember, Nebula, not always a good guy. She was one of the most loyal daughters of Thanos during this time. Um, so they're on the hunt. Um, that 2014 version of her... Thanos and Gamora are on the hunt for these stones. Um, that adds the wrinkle, the uh, Deus Machina, as as Joe mentioned earlier. Yep. And uh, that'll all pay off for us really, really soon. Um, so then immediately we're shown evil Nebula uh, and evil quote-unquote Gamora still under the tutelage of Thanos um, looking for those stones. Now, Gamora's concerned because he's already found one, and it's, uh, you know, this is this is before her turn, but you know she already has reservations about him getting his hands on all these stones. It's just not a good thing. Um, but Nebula's not having it. She's the most loyal, like I said, and uh, 
you know, she wants nothing more than to please her father. Uh, it's really, really sad. It's all really sad. Yes. She starts to glitch out because the result of having two versions of the same robot in the same time is that what one sees, the other also sees. Um, so they do this but via means of her robotic eye shooting a hologram. Very R2-D2, you know, Obi-Wan, you're my only yep. hope. And uh, it's, it's her, the future version of her on Morag with War Machine plotting to steal the stones. So, of course, Thanos is immediately suspicious and uh, hooks her up to a torture device because he wants to know what the fuck is going on. So Yeah, you know. this to me, this is like when I'm in the other room and I'm watching porn on the phone and then someone turns the car on outside and the Bluetooth accidentally links up to it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like, fuck, I forgot to disconnect the Bluetooth. Or I do it to the roadcaster. Like, <laughs> my phone rings while we're recording, and then there's a whole phone call thing going on. I'm like, what the hell? Holy shit. It's funny because I know that's actually happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it has to have. Yeah. See, now you have two choices at this point. You can either be like, okay, I'm sorry. You can be like, what the fuck are you listening to? And then blame it on him. <laughs> And we also know which direction you go. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like that shitty boy band, One Direction. Yes. <laughs> that requires some quick thinking, too, in that moment. Because as, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, that's sheer panic. And then to have the wherewithal to blame it on someone else. Oh, yeah. It's like when you fart in the elevator and there's only one other person in there, you have to look at them and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you before they can say that's you? Because it, it throws them off so much that they, like... Oh, they'll doubt themselves. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, did go, I wow, fart? Did it slip out? Am I growing incontinent? And there's like a nine, like, I'd say probably like a nine to 10% chance that anybody farts in an elevator all the time anyways. So it's just kind of a thing that happens when you get in an elevator. I don't know if it's the changing of altitude or if it's just the whole like, I, I want to fart because I'm in this ever, elevator. ever farted in an elevator. Oh, every time I walk in an elevator, never. my stomach instantly goes like, I need to fart. No, nope. not once, not once. Every time. Ever. I don't know if it's a, a physiological response. I think it's a psychological response. Whereas yeah. Doug is very considerate, man. Joe <laughs> w- wants to burn it all to the ground. Oh, uh, the best! The best is when you go to like you know where Soren, not Soaring, but Soren yeah. is in, yes. in in Epcot, and you get on the escalator, and then you fart as you're going up, so everybody behind you gets it. Holy shit! That's he not cool, man. That's not cool at all. An escalator can't break down. It can just become a trap strategy. for farts. <laughs> Oh, He's got God. fart strategies. Of course, He's who does it? Strategies, deployment strategies. Exactly. For farts. The crap duster. Oof. <laughs> All right. Uh, we cut back to uh, New York <laughs> at the end of Avengers after Loki's been defeated. Joe, if you want to hit this clip for me, it's uh, it's wonderful. Ugh, Mr. Rogers, I almost forgot that that suit did nothing for your ass. <laughs> no one asked you to look, Tony. It's ridiculous. I think you look great, Cap. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. <laughs> He's, not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. What can you even say? Like, they had fun in the writers' room that day. Yeah. You know what I mean. I, I also love all the memes where it's like Captain Marvel and sitting next to Chris Evans and like Captain America and like the whole asses in the suit thing. Yes. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I love just how much Ant-Man wants to be on Captain America's good side. 
Like that's what's going to get him in. You know, he, he, as far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass is a great line. Um, so yeah, we get to this moment that we didn't see after the Avengers were like, now the government's swooping in for cleanup and you got shield on the scene. You have, um, the people who, you know, now having watched these movies were Hydra, but at the time the Avengers didn't know, they assumed they were still shield agents. So they are grabbing Loki's staff and taking it down into the elevator for that iconic fight scene with Captain America that we all know and love. Um, but now we got two caps on the scene. We got two Iron Mans on the scene. We got an Ant-Man on the scene. And uh, the plan is to have Ant-Man initiate a minor heart attack in the 2012 Tony Stark. So <laughs> he uh, bends over so that our Tony can flick him and he assumes a position and says, flick me. <laughs> so Eric, I got no idea. Oh no. Let's hear it. Let's hear I'm it. Not gonna, I'm not going to go on with this. You know what I'm going with already though. I know what you want. Yeah. We all know what you want. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be glory portal behind Ant-Man, Ant-Man saying flick me. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Got it. Then a big green Hulk dick coming through. <laughs> Ten four. <laughs> I copy. Actually, um, what if it's like Glory Portal and like Hulk's like I got this, and he puts his Hulk dick through. Then Ant Man grows like the size of the airport and, and sticks it through, and then Hulk's like, "Oh shit! Like what did I bargain for?" See, your your mind is like a runaway train right yep. now. What was my book called again? Uh, how to How to Tangent or something like that? Yeah. Yes, the art of the tangent. The, the art, art of the, the tangent. The art of the tangent. Yep. Don't worry. So, <laughs> It'll happen. I'll forget about it by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to remind me about the shit when I'm, uh, you know. That's the problem. You'll forget about it tomorrow. I'll never forget about it. It's going to haunt my <laughs> dreams for some time. So uh, Cap, our Cap, you know, present Cap makes his way into the elevator before uh, 2012 Cap can. And... All these nervous ass dudes are looking around, of course, because you know they know. And uh, we get this cool moment. It's it's sort of revisionist history of this scene, where Captain America now says, "I just got a call from the secretary. I'm going to be running point on the scepter now." And uh, there's confusion, like, uh, "Sir, like I don't understand." He tells him, "Listen, there's going to be an attempt to steal it, and uh, you know." They're like, no, 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 we're not on the same page. We're going to call the director. He says, that's not necessary. Leans over and says, hail Hydra. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it again, a moment pulled straight out of the comics that really upset people uh, was mm -hmm. Hydra, Captain America. They did a whole little run on it. And, uh, yeah, to see that here was really cool. And he just walks out of the elevator, no fight needed, because he knew what he needed to say. So, um yeah, in, a, in an attempt to get the uh, Tesseract, all of these little pieces have to perfectly coincide. So Ant-Man's now, uh, you know, latched onto Tony Stark. He goes inside of his arc reactor and he pulls out like an electrode or some such shit, give him a heart attack. So he drops the case with the Tesseract. And just as our Tony's about to grab it, 
the Hulk that they made walk all the way down the stairs, slams the door open. It's so fucking perfect timing. And Comedic knocks his ass brilliance. out. Yeah. So he says, so many stairs! <laughs> um, yeah, just, again, nothing going according to plan um, for these guys. So what happens here is cool because that Tesseract gets knocked out of the case and lands right in front of the imprisoned Loki, who immediately yep. just crouches down, grabs it, and disappears. That becomes a season of television. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is crazy. Yep. And, and then we, we get introduced to one of my favorite Marvel characters ever. Which is? Alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. <laughs> Brilliant. He's like the Loki from Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is Florida Loki. You're absolutely right. I feel yep. like Florida Loki would be a, a piece of art that I would be interested in drawing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, because it wouldn't just be Alligator Loki. He'd, he'd no, have no. like a farmer's tan. It'd be a whole thing. And he'd have a pet alligator Loki with him, though. Yes, but in like a kiddie pool. Yeah, of course. I, I was. My mind instantly went to kiddie pool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the person. Yeah, we're on the same. He he wants exotic pets, but he can't properly care for them. You know. Yeah. What I mean? If you want to, you can use me. Like you can just make me into Florida Loki. Like, I give you permission to use my likeness. Okay. All right. That's your first tattoo, Joe. <laughs> Florida Loki. Challenge accepted. I Dude, like I, it. Uh, I'm, you know what, Eric? When I do start getting tattoos, I'm going to have you design them all for me. I would hope so. Yeah. yeah. Let's I won't do go any with, with anyone else's art. Let's do it. I'm just making that promise to you right now. That's uh, that's frustrating for the tattoo artist, but we don't care, man. Yeah, we no. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I don't care. No, not at all. Uh, so back to our scene. Captain America now has the scepter. He got it easily from the Hydra agents. And as he's walking out, he is confronted by none other than himself, Captain America from 2012, who assumes that this cap with the scepter is Loki in disguise. We get an awesome, awesome fight scene, Cap versus Cap. Um, it one, is pretty cool. Yeah. One's wearing a helmet, one's not, so you can tell them apart. But, you know, that old trick. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you want to hit this clip for me, it perfectly encapsulates the scene. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Like, he so doesn't want to be in this fight. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Come on. I can, is that what I sound like when I say it? God damn. <laughs> so annoying. Um, they fight, and it's, it's a really brutal fight. Um, you know, honestly, the only reason that our cap is able to win this fight is because he uses a distraction tactic as he's getting choked out he says Bucky is alive and it freaks out past Cap enough to where he can knock him out cold and uh, and can make this remark that is America's ass (laughs) (laughs) that was so good it really was it was so out of character, too. I think that's why it works. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, Captain America's just fucking had it. He's like, you know what? It does look good. Fuck you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut back to uh, the spirit of Bruce Banner pleading, pleading with uh, the Ancient One. I need the stone. And 
her hang up with this whole situation, which she explains with visual aids, magical visual aids, is the Infinity Stones create what you experience as the flow of time. If you remove one of them, that flow actually splits. So even though it benefits your reality, the new one that you created, which is mine, uh, not so much. We don't have our chief weapon against the forces of darkness, and our world would be overrun. Millions will suffer, blah, 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 blah. So she basically challenges him, like, can your science prevent that? And he says, well, no, bitch, but we can erase it. Like, he's a very smart man. So his plan is, once we do what we need to do, we will go back and return the stone to the moment that we took it. So it's as if it was never gone at all. And that branch is never created, or it's pruned, as they say. Um, that's all sound logic, and that all makes sense to her. The only issue she has is like, yeah, but you're leaving out the fact that you have to survive in order for you to do that. And I don't know that that's uh, realistic at this point. Um, still not completely on board until he tells her, well, then why the fuck did Doctor Strange give Thanos the stone in the first place? And she's like, say, what? Like, <laughs> gave yeah. it to him? Like, gave it to him? Yeah. Gave it to him? And that's all she needed to know. Yeah. And that, that was a cool moment for her to explain that, like, Doctor Strange yeah. is supposed to be the best of us. And if he did it, then I trust him. Basically, because... the Hulk just told her about the rat. <laughs> <laughs> it was like earlier with Doug when, like, Doug's like, fuck this fucking stupid rat. Fuck it. Come on, come on. And you're like, you explained it to him. He's like, oh, okay. Well, here's the Hayakamoto. Yeah. Here's the yeah, I'm, all, you're right. I'm all in. You're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. What if the after... Spoiler alert, this movie has no after credit scenes that I'm aware of. What if they did an after credit scene, but it's just the rat and he's eating shawarma in a restaurant? <laughs> I would love it. But no, like no. under what the table. Like, what if it was the rat eating shawarma in a restaurant with alligator Loki, Throg, <laughs> uh, Beta Ray Bill, and like all the other fucking animals, like the, the Marvel animals? Um, see, now you're talking my language, man. That's, Can you draw that? That's, um, <laughs> I'm all in. I'm all in on that. Um, so yeah, she's she's convinced at this point. She gives the time stone to uh, Hulk, and basically says like, "Hey man, I'm counting on you. Like, don't fuck this up." Um, we then cut to Thanos' ship, where he is basically interrogating Nebula yeah. um, because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Are you a traitor? What's what's happening? Um, he's running diagnostics and doing all kind of creepy shit to her. She's mostly robot. You got to keep in mind. Um, they figure out that like her memory files are entangled with the memory files of another version of her with a timestamp from the future. Because of course she has a timestamp. She's a robot. She's like a walking iPhone or whatever. Yeah. Um, this is all very convenient stuff, Joe. I I will concede that to you. <laughs> you know, but it it works because it tips off Thanos as to what's going on. And it also eventually gives him the ability to to stop their plan or, or try to stop their plan. And try to really fast forward his plan. Exactly. Exactly. It really works out to his benefit, you know, for, for the most part until it doesn't. It's like, oh, you guys found all this shit for me? Thank you. Like, this would have been really hard otherwise. Yeah. Yes. Um, so he gets to actually, like, witness her memories through that hologram and even gets to see the moment where he's killed. Um, you know, his head gets cut off by uh, by Stormbreaker, you know, 
uh, Thor. And uh, yeah, he's like, this is my destiny. I won and these motherfuckers are trying to go back and erase it. So I know what I have to do. Boom. Uh, back to Asgard. Yeah. And again, Chris Hemsworth doing more than I expected him to do in this movie with this character. Um, because he, he runs into his mom. And this hit me hard in, an, in a way I didn't necessarily oh, yeah. expect. He was not ready to see his mom. And, of course, his mom, you know, sort of knows what's up, like, right away. She's a smart woman. She makes a comment, like, I was raised by witches. Like, I, you know, I know that you're not my Thor. You know, you're obviously, I mean, obviously. It's like fucking. You know, she, she was actually truly startled when they bumped into each other because uh, Hemsworth screamed so loud. <laughs> he scared the shit out of her so that ju- love, her jump was real I love yeah. the scene between them two it's so like cause she like doesn't even question it yeah right. yeah there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, it, and it's sweet because it's exactly what that character needed he, he mm-hmm. needed to talk to his mom one more time yeah. didn't and get then a the, chance to say goodbye it takes a second <laughs> yeah. yep. and then Mjolnir comes flying in oh that's wonderful yeah, yeah. Um, so Rocket's actually in charge of extracting the, the ether from, um, from Jane and he's basically just like creepily going to stab her with this <laughs> thing. It's like lurking in the background with this, with this thing. It's great. Um, yeah, it, the whole sequence works really, really beautifully. And this is for me, a lot of what redeemed that second Thor movie was, was this stuff was you know giving it yes. that that extra bit of context um yeah i just i i love this this bit i want more of this less of ronin is basically what i'm saying <laughs> um so rocket does extract the uh, ether and he has the entire like asgardian guard after him so they you know they got to get the hell out of there like joe says before we leave, let me try this. And, and Thor holds his hand out and gets Molnir because you got to remember that thing was destroyed. So yeah. now he's got it back and he knows he's still worthy, which is a big deal for him because he wasn't sure. And uh, I, I love his mother's parting words. We're all sweet and all wonderful. And then she also goes, and eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> she fat shames his ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So um, good. so good. Immediately after that, we go back to Morag and we get the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy again. Um, yep. Same music, same dancing, Star-Lord doing all the stuff, but but they do cut away and you get to I hear what it. it actually sounds like. <laughs> so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, it's yes. perfect. <laughs> it's what we all sound like, like when we're singing in the yes, car and shit. Very much so. Um, that, was, that was a really fun little touch. And War Machine and Nebula are basically waiting for him to slide into War Machine's fist and knock him out cold. Yeah. Um, steal his lockpick, break into the vault. War Machine has a very funny line about, whoa, 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 like this is the part where spikes with skeletons on the end come out. Like, yeah. Like, bitch, you ain't never seen a movie before. <laughs> oh, and even right before that, when they first see Peter and, and War Machine <laughs> looks at Nebula and just goes, he's an idiot. And yeah. she just goes... <laughs> Because she always speaks very proper, but in this case, she just goes, yeah. 
<laughs> she doesn't say yes. She just goes, yeah, and nods her head. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I didn't really put that together that, you know, she dropped the affectation. It was just like, yeah. yeah this, fucking, goes, yeah. this guy's an asshole. Yep. Uh, they steal, you know, the uh, the encased power stone. She sticks her hand through because, you know, she can take yeah, the pain. She can. And fucking Terminator 2 her shit right to the bone. <laughs> yeah. It's very impressive. Um, they're ready to leave, so they both get the time suits ready to go, hit the button, and just as she's about to leave with War Machine, she freaks out and has a robot seizure because she's now linked up with her other self, and she does not make it out of there. Um, in fact, they know where she is, so they scoop her up, and they're going to use her uh, to their advantage, Thanos and, and the crew. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's predictable, but it, it still works for me. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes the hardest bit to swallow of all of the time heist stuff, and. Oh boy, it is rough, rough, rough. Although I know Joe doesn't think so because he already laughed at it. Well, it's more like I just don't really care about either one of these characters that much. That's true. That's true. Well, before it's we hard, get there, like, yeah, it's hard for when you don't really give a shit about the characters. It is. It is tough. But you gotta admit, man. Well, we'll we'll get there in a second. We we cut back to New York and we accept that they failed the, in their mission, and this was their one shot. You gotta remember they're no more of these pin particles to mess around with. So Ant-Man's pissed. He's, he's giving Tony Stark the business. They come up on the fly with that, this idea. Um, I know where we can go to get more pin particles. And I know where we can go to get the stone because it happens to be at this military base in 1970. Um, so Ant-Man heads back. And Cap and Tony head to 1970. And we also get our Stan Lee cameo when we land there. Oh, yeah. Um, he has a bumper sticker on his car which says, Nuff said. Yeah. Which is great. I know. And they give him the mustache, the sideburns, and, you know, he's yelling at the army base as he drives by, Hey, man, make love, not war. <laughs> yeah. So, Yeah. I jumped ahead, but we're in the military base in the 70s. We get a lot of cool stuff here. We get we get another community yeah. cameo, which is really fun. Um, oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get more of that kind of heartwarming stuff we just got with Thor, but in reverse with Tony Stark uh, running yeah. into his dad. See, if, if I did cry at sentimental things, this one would make me, but I, I don't cry at sentimental things, so... No, yeah. nothing, nothing Not in this really. gotcha. No, I mean, but this would this would qualify because it's a really touching scene. It really is, man. On the one hand, you have Tony and his father having that moment, and on the other hand, you have Captain America slinking away into Peggy's office. We yeah. also get a mention of uh, Agent Braddock, who would be Captain, the real Captain Britain. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's yes. true, man. How come we haven't seen Captain Britain in the MCU yet? Maybe we're in the wrong universe. Maybe well, they sort of hijacked it and went a different direction. That's why. But you know they're going to make Peggy Carter into Captain Britain. They're not going to give us the Braddock Captain Britain. Right. No. They've, already, they've already established that. So 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I want I want the Braddock. I want the whole thing. We will eventually, probably. I because they're doing they're they're kind of doing that where they're eventually going down the road like with the Marvels now, where we're getting all the different variants of Captain Marvel. Because you know originally Marvel was Captain Marvel, not Carol Danvers. Yeah. Oh my! You guys are throwing so much comic knowledge around so freely. Also, <laughs> Sor- Sorcerer Supreme wasn't uh, Tilda Swinton either. It's so, like they've done a lot of gender bending to. Basically, I I applaud them for it because you know there wasn't enough like powerful roles for females back when the comics were written originally. So it's nice that they're giving those roles away to a, a, a female who can portray that and you know give young girls a role model to look up to that's super powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm with you, bro. I, I totally agree. Um, I'm just, uh, I am so impressed by you guys. Um, so we're on the base, and of course, a young Hank Pym is there. More voodoo, more witchcraft, more young Michael Douglas. Um, that was good de aging. Holy shit. It's, it's scary, <laughs> right? Super good de aging. Yep. Yeah. It's unnerving how good it yeah. was. Yeah. Um, you get to see the original Ant Man helmet sitting there on his desk. Yeah. Very cool. Um, they're able to call him in and, and trick him into, you know, running down to intercept some radioactive package while Cap sneaks into his office and steals a few vials of pin particles. Um, it goes off without a hitch. Meanwhile, Tony, with his dad, is is talking babies. You know, Howard's wife is expecting with Tony. And, uh, you know, this is... a. This is like that promise of Back to the Future. This is like, what would you do if you got to hang out with a younger version of your parents? Like, what would they be like? Mm-hmm. What would their fears be? What would their life be like? And uh, he gets to impart wisdom to his father from his father, which was a really kind of touching thing. Um, told him that his dad used to say, all the money in the world can't buy a second of time. And of course, to which Howard says, smart guy. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, not bad. Um, so if you're not touched enough by that, like I said, we also have um, Captain America hiding out in in someone's office who he realizes is the long lost love of his life, Agent Carter. He sees a picture of himself from his uh, army days on her desk, and he gets to watch her through the uh, the slats of the blinds of her window. Oh, I would have like loved nothing more to see like if he walked in there and she was just getting banged out on the fucking desk. God damn it! <laughs> like, he walked in and then the guy from like the Agent Carter show, her little, her boyfriend in that show came. Even Howard Stark, who I don't give a fuck who it is, but somebody was banging this shit out of her own desk, and wow. he had to look by and just watch it. That would be a different scene, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. <laughs> oh man! And then like he comes back out and Tony's like. I met my dad. He's like, shut the fuck up. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just comes out all fucking butthurt yeah. and shit. I don't Tony's even want to like, do this anymore. Tony's like, guess what? Guess what? I met my dad. He's like, fuck the universe. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he has a cup that says Thanos was right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> uh, Holy shit. This is why they don't let me write for this. No. This, this is probably exactly why. But Although you know I- that would be compelling. It would be. It would be. This would be uh, like a great Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, that was like the Mad Magazine take on that scene. Yeah, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it really is sad, man. Because like, here's a guy who sacrificed so much, and 
you know, this dude does nothing for himself. He has no personal life to speak of. All he really has is that list of like music and movies that he should probably watch because he's been frozen for fucking 40 years. And uh, here he gets to see the woman who he loved. And uh, it's very, very sad stuff. So that being said, they do the thing. They get out of there. And this is the moment where we get to, uh, well, you know, of course we get like the Nebula, beating up Nebula stuff and, um, you know, playing saboteur and stealing her nifty like orange faceplate so that she can pretend to be the Nebula that the Avengers all trust and so that she can win back her father's favor. Now we get to uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow on the creepy planet where they encounter none other than the Red Skull, which was really, really cool and unexpected to see. But yeah. remember, he disappeared at the end of uh, Captain America First Avenger. This is where Homeboy ended up. Well, I mean, Her- he was in Infinity War when Thanos went there. That is yeah, true. He was. That is true. And, uh, shout out to Ross Marquardt. Yeah. Um, the, voice, the voice actor. I mean, he, he, this guy's just been in everything. You know, I mean, he's played Red Skull in Robot Chicken. Like he, and he's in, well, he's in The Walking Dead, of course, also. But um, his voice work is just absolutely amazing. And they, they went after him for... Uh, he, play, he, did, uh, he played Ultron, too, in um, the, uh, the... Oh, the animated? Strange. The, oh, no, 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 okay. in, Doctor, in the new Doctor Strange. He did the voice oh. of the... The Ultron the robots. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. But he's done a lot of stuff for for Marvel plus tons of stuff elsewhere. So I really dig him. He's a funny dude too. And yeah, to to come. I mean, I know it's a lot of prosthetics, but to come into a role that another guy did. Yeah. You know. And Hugo Weaving of all people, like who's yeah. so distinctive. Yeah. In anything that he does, you know. So yeah, it was it was cool. It's like uh, Back to the Future 2, man. Like, hey, that's not Marty's dad. <laughs> he looks too sane. Yeah. <laughs> Get your damn hands off of her. <laughs> and cut. Like, that was close yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, so, basically, he lays out the ground rules for getting this soul stone. It's not like the other ones where you can just plink it and, and be done with it. This one requires a sacrifice, a soul for a soul. So two of you came, one of you is leaving. That's how it works. And once they come to terms with that, that's how it's got to be, and that he's not bullshitting them, it then becomes about like, well, who is it going to, who's it going to be? Who's going to make the sacrifice? And these two characters love each other so much as friends, you know, who have, have seen all the shit together and been through so much together that neither one is willing to let the other make that that call, make that sacrifice. So you get a little mini fight scene between these two where, you know, they kind of agree, okay, I guess we know who it's going to be. And then, just kidding, I'm going to run and (laughs) take a fucking flying leap off this cliff because I'm not going to let you die. And that's what's touching about it. Um, It's a back-and-forth battle, and it looks like Hawkeye's going to be the one to do it. And that was sort of broadcast. Like they, there was a feeling that Hawkeye was not going to survive, um, you know, yeah. the end of these Avengers movies. No, they were talking. I mean, Age of Ultron. There was yeah. the big talk that he was he was biting it. So yeah. for sure, because he's not necessarily anyone's like favorite character. Right. 
you know. Right. Um, certainly not Joe's. And he's certainly. like he's the worst Avenger, isn't he? Like he turns up and he's got twenty three arrows and he kills twenty three bad guys <laughs> and then <laughs> then he's done. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so when you think about it, like he even says it. He's like. I just got some arrows. Like he, I think yeah, I don't remember. Was it in Hawkeye that he makes that joke about how like he's just a dude with some arrows? Like yes, yeah, I think so. Like yeah. all these other people are like gods and like crazy uh, super soldiers, and I just have some arrows. Yeah, that yeah, and that is true. And we've talked about this before. That that wonderful SNL skit where Jeremy Renner hosted and they did Avengers and. He shot some arrows. He was like, "All right, guys, I'll see you later." And Captain America's like, "Whoa, whoa where the fuck are you going?" He's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm out of arrows. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm done." Uh, but that's what I love about Hawkeye, man, is that he is just a guy with a bow and arrow, and it's, it's patently absurd, you know, that he's out yeah. there with these other people. Yeah. But, but he is, and it's, you know, he's, he's sort of fearless that way. So what ends up happening is he takes a flying leap off of this thing, but is tackled in midair by Natasha, and she attaches her, uh, you know, her rope, her grappling thing, whatever, to his to his side, and they're both hanging there on the edge of this cliff face, and she's holding on to his hand, and she's just telling him, "Hey, man, let go. Like it's okay. Just let go." He's he's fighting as hard as he can not to, but eventually it's just too much, and she kicks off the side and falls to her death and uh it's pretty brutal yeah. you know it's pretty brutal yeah. you see the score the, behind it is uh amazing yeah that does it for me sorry matt Someone yeah try to say something i don't know whatever <laughs> matt's like no no <laughs> no it wasn't me i don't know yeah uh the whole world sort of transforms and like you saw in uh Infinity War, Hawkeye ends up like in this weird puddle, and when he pulls yeah. his hand up, he's got yeah. the stone. If I remember correctly, she lands in the same exact position as Gamora. Yep. Did you mm-hmm. want me to play exactly this, the same this clip for you? Oh yeah, I guess so. Why if, not? <laughs> if I wrote it, yeah. If I wrote it down, I guess you got to play it. All right. I'm trying to save your life, you can't. Yeah, well, I don't want you to. How's that? Natasha, you know what I've done. You know what I've done. I don't judge people on their worst mistakes. Maybe you should. You didn't. Tell him yourself, and he will get the chance to do that. Um, so yeah, again, Joe, like you got a heart of stone, man. That that doesn't get you at all. Doesn't move the needle at all. 
All right. Okay. Well, they all make it back to the Avengers uh, hangout. And everyone makes it back, of course, except for Natasha. The realization sets in that she's she's not made it. And <clears throat> um, Thor can't understand why everyone's so fucking upset. If you want to hit this next clip, this is his reasoning. Do we know if she had family? Yeah. Us. Huh. What do you do? What do you do? Just ask him a question. Yeah, no, you're acting like she's dead. Why are we acting like she's dead? We have the stones, right? As long as we have the stones, Cap, we can bring her back. Isn't that right? So stop this shit with the Avengers. Get it together. I can't get her back. What? It can't be undone. Can't. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. No, no offense, but you're a very earthly being. Okay, we're talking about space magic. And Khan seems very definitive, don't you think? Yeah, look, I know that I'm way outside my, my pay grade here. But she still's in here, is she? No, that's my point. It can't be undone. Or that's at least what the red floating guy had to say. Maybe you want to go talk to him, okay? Go grab your hammer, and you go fly and you talk to him. It's supposed to be me. Sacrifice her life for that goddamn stone. She bit her life on it. She's not coming back. We have to make it worth it. We have to. We will. A lot of good acting happening in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like they've had 10 years to really fine-tune these characters. Yeah. It's almost like they've had a little bit of practice yeah. on this shit. Yeah. So they got the stones. They did the thing. Iron Man's making a super cool Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet to put, you know, handle the stones. Um, and they placed them all very slowly with these little machine arms and Rocket Raccoon's fucking with them. When it's rolling, he goes, boom! <laughs> <laughs> I love Rocket. Oh, yeah. Great, great character. Um, they're all deciding, you know, who's going to do it. Who's going to be the one to put this glove on and, and snap and fix things. And, uh, of course, Thor steps up and says, I'm the strongest Avenger. Fuck you guys. It's going to be me. Um, it's my responsibility. It's my duty. And this is a cool scene because even though he probably could do it, mm -hmm. strength-wise, mentally... He's not there. And yeah. Tony Stark is the one to kind of step in and say, like, look, man, you're not in any condition to do this. Like, you're, you're a really broken person right now. And you get all this heavy shit, and then, you know, Thor's pleading with him, fucking pleading with him. Like, you don't understand, man. Like, what's coursing through my veins right now? And War Machine in the background goes, cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. But he's not wrong. But but ultimately, you know, Hulk's kind of stewing in the background. The MacGuffin of this thing, of these stones, is that most of their energy signature is gamma. So he, he comes to the realization that's almost like I was made for this. I'm the yeah. only one, you know, who can do this. So decision's kind of made. It's going to be the Hulk. Meanwhile, evil Nebula in the background 
uh, sinks into the, uh, you know, the machinery that they're using, the, the uh, I don't know what you call it, but ba- basically looking for a way to pull Thanos in from his time with their little time machine gadget that they built. And, uh, you know, she's, she's R2-D2-ing her fingers into the fucking ports yeah. and wires and all that. So while she's doing that, everyone's bracing for the snap that the Hulk is going to do when he puts his glove on. Um, so armor's coming on, shields are coming up. We do this uh, barn door protocol, which like shutters all the windows and doors of this building and uh, getting ready for the ramifications of what this is going to do. So Hulk puts this thing on. Very cool effect. Like it goes from a normal size glove to a Hulk size glove, you know, through the magic of CGI. And Hulk does the snap. Um, it's very painful for him. He's in absolute agony just wearing this thing. There's energy coursing through his body. Yeah. It starts to burn his arm, burn through his clothes, all the way up to his neck and his face. Um, but he can handle it, you know. He can handle it. He does the snap. And that's it. It's done. There's a moment where you're like, okay, did that do it? Clint's phone rings and it's his wife. Another moment, and there's oh, yeah. a lot of them in this movie. Yep. That crushed me. Yeah. Uh, his realization that his wife was calling him was, was fantastic. But you do not get to celebrate for very long because Nebula brings Thanos' ship through the time machine and explodes up through the roof. And he shoots a bunch of missiles at the building. Yeah, I don't know how they survived this. Like honestly, uh, yeah, it's it was it was improbable. Wow. I mean, to that's say the, the, the hundredth. Because those are time. space missiles. I understand, but that's like the hundredth time in all the Marvel movies where the characters survive. You just <laughs> it is what it is. It's like I can see a couple of them surviving this, maybe, but not all of them. No, come on, they you know. Again, Again, we're back to the one, yeah, one in fourteen. Thank you, Matt. Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's, it is a little bit ridiculous, but at the same time, like the film doesn't work without it. You've you've got to roll with the punches every yeah, now and again, exactly. and like you've got the the really cool bit is when um, Ant Man is stood at the window looking out, and he's just seen the birds that have come back, and then yeah. as the explosion hits, he like Trips. goes into his mini form, and just seeing that and the mini one firing off the side of the screen is just brilliant. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. That was very cool. Awesome yep. shot. And I do buy like War Machine surviving because he's in the suit, but maybe not like the actual tiny raccoon. You know, <laughs> they're yeah. like they're laying next to each other. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, they all slipped through the floor. That was the thing. The floor caved in. It's not like they were crushed. They. Look, we're we're really overanalyzing this because Matt's right. I mean, right. just the it concussive of way. the blast itself it's, would like. It's a fucking fake movie. <laughs> like, I can see if Iron Man's in a suit, maybe he could take it. And Thor can I, fucking I, take it. I, Hulk I can, can ex- fucking I take can it. Accept it all. I can accept every bit yeah. of it. Hawkeye's bitch ass could not take it. He's not a fucking suit of armor hero. What do I do, Joe? What can I do? Suspend disbelief. Just watch the fucking movie. Sit in the chair and watch the movie. Yeah. And unless, it's, unless it's Beer it. Fest or Biodome. Or... That's it. Okay. I mean, if, you, if you're going to go for something that takes you way out of suspension of disbelief, there's two Audis in this when you're back, back at... Um, headquarters and Iron, yeah. like when they drive out to Iron Man and then when Iron Man drives into the Avengers right. headquarters and they're brand new 2025 buddy Audi 
things. Who's who's making cars after half the entire population has been <laughs> clicked out of existence? Excellent point. That takes you way further out of suspension That's of disbelief than, than anybody true. falling through a floor and managing to survive. Yep. That is true. Hey, I fell out of a 747 on the ground and I survived, so fuck you. <laughs> Fat, dope, <laughs> me. <laughs> fell 25 feet and lived to tell the tale, so they can survive a little floor collapse, all right? Yeah. I buy it now. I'm all in now. All right. Um, so, yeah, Thanos' triumphant return to get his fucking stones. And uh, luckily, Hawkeye, when he comes to, is right next to the thing. So he scoops it up and he's, you know, playing keep away from uh, Thanos' goons. Um, really cool sequence. You know, very, very creepy. His army is, is more like alien creatures than human creatures so. yeah they were the same same infinity war dudes with the yeah. six arms or yeah, two, yeah four arms and two legs however you want to divide it up they're yeah. very like uh you know xenomorph ish yeah exactly um we get a moment where gamora seeks out the uh you know the captured the traitor nebula and basically you know levels with her like what is our deal where you're from like and she, she's completely honest with her. She says, I tried to kill you a bunch of times. I fucking hated you. Uh, but eventually we became friends. And she says, we became sisters. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for Gamora to say, okay. Like I'm, that's I'm another it. scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. That was all it took. She, she yeah. puts her hand out like, you know, all right, let's fucking do this. Um, yeah. Heart, heartwarming stuff. Mm-hmm. We cut back to our our main crew. Uh, we get Iron Man waking Captain America up with the shield, saying like, "If you lose this again, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm taking it from you." Yeah. Um, and his his rationale as to why this is happening is like, "Look, if you mess with time, it, tend, it tends to mess back." Like he knew there would be consequences for breaking the uh, the laws of of the natural world and stuff. Yeah. So you get a call back to Avengers when Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor sort of fight, and it's the three of them. Now it's the three of them standing against Thanos. Yeah. And, you know, in a wasteland. And I got to say, you said wasteland. Perfect. This is the scene that made me stop watching the YouTube speculation videos on movies after watching trailers. Because... If you analyze these speculation videos, 99% of what they're saying is totally wrong bullshit. And this scene, when, I don't know, endless videos spent endless time trying to figure out what planet they were fighting the climactic scene on. Yeah. And none none of them picked Earth. None of them picked (laughs) Earth. Upstate New York. Not a single person said, right, upstate New York. It was all these different fucking planets. Maybe it's the planet from this movie. Maybe it's the planet from that movie. Fuck you all. You don't know shit. <laughs> I'm never watching your stuff again. That's it. All right. Throw Sorry, the gauntlet right? down. I, little... I forget. Exactly. At some, at some point when I'm watching, I forget. Like this is just outside the Avengers compound. No, exactly. And you know, it's great. It's cool the way they did that. And I honestly know or think I know that that the Russo brothers did it on purpose to fuck with us. Oh yeah. You know, with the trailers and stuff. Because you're right. When you watch the trailer, there's no way that's Earth. There's no way that's upstate New York, like Joe said. But. So I'm done with the whole speculation thing. I'll watch the trailers and maybe try to speculate myself, and I'll talk to my sons and my friends. But I, th- that you know, 
that's because I have my own issues with YouTube and TikTok and the downfall of society because they <laughs> exist. And this is part of it. It, it gives people with no value value <laughs> wow. i'm gonna stop now because we could do this for three hours <laughs> okay? yeah. I, I, or I, could. I could i could right? all right you all would probably go to sleep but i could i i so. literally i won't even watch trailers anymore there's too many times where there's something in, tra in trailers yes. that's like 80 percent of the good bits of the movie yeah. and you go to yeah. the cinema and you're really disappointed and i'm at the point now where i don't watch trailers like the only trailer i've watched for anything recently was at the end of the most recent spider-man they had a trailer for the Doctor Strange film oh, that yeah. I didn't go and yes. watch, mm. and I was yeah. pissed off that I waited to right, the end exactly. of the fucking that was the end, credit end of the credit yeah. scene, and it's yeah. a bloody trailer for another film. I was just, oh, yeah, my well. my cousin Scott, shout out Scott, uh, he's the same way as you, Matt. He never ever ever watches. He just, avoids everything, so he yeah. goes into the movie with a fresh perspective, and he just yeah. enjoys the ride. And, so, and I, w I went into I that Spider-Man film with no nobody had said anything about it. Yeah. the entire film to me, I had no idea. Of, obviously, there's some. I won't talk about spoilers. I don't know whether like we're, we're probably far enough along. Like, but yeah, we are. But the, yeah. like, there's there's some the big things that apparently everybody knew. And like, I, I went along with five yeah. mates. And they're like, "What? You didn't know that that was going to happen going in?" And I, I was know. like, I, "I had no idea. Had nothing at all. I won't. I won't look at anything because I just don't want to get spoiled." Yeah. I mean, I had the multiple Sp Spider Men ruined because of this the mistake in the Brazilian trailer. They <laughs> oh, yeah. they didn't cut they didn't cut it quick enough. They they edited yeah. out Spider Man. But not lizard swinging a punch at the air, yeah, and the yeah, Brazilian yeah. trailer, and every and if, it's so obvious that he's doing it, and they're like, oh, anyway. See yeah, me, so. I love watching trailers because every once in a while a meth lab explodes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was that was aces. That was that was the fucking best, Joe. You somebody rock. somebody embroider that onto a pillow or something. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> watching trailers because every now and then a trailer explodes. That Meth is the lab explodes. Best. <laughs> Meth lab explodes. That's so Oh, that's so great. Wow. We call All that right. the Southern Lights. You've heard of the Northern Lights? The Southern lights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> uh. Right, I, like I stole that. your thunder, and then yeah, just I derailed everything. No, I didn't no. rail anyone. I derailed <laughs> yeah, Derails, I rail. Listen, it, it it was worth it for both of your uh, right. contributions there. <laughs> the Southern Lights, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> All right, so where were we? Um, I have an art idea. <laughs> oh, no. That would be cool, just watching a meth lab explode. Just you have like a, a, a trailer park with one like that explodes yeah. in the air, mm -hmm. like the lights go in the air, and it just says Southern Lights. Yeah, and there's a there's a drive-in movie screen behind it <laughs> with a trailer on it. Yes, and then yes. the meth lab explodes. Yes, all right, we got yeah. this one. This is this is a great collab. All right, I'm coming up with some like really good art tonight. You really right? are, man. You really are. Yeah. And it's not just my normal shit. No, this is like. Doug approved artwork. Yeah, yeah. It's got some depth to it. I like yeah. it. Man. I like it. Yeah. Where were we? Uh, we were just watching the three of them assemble. Well, without uh, saying assemble, but right. You know. Okay. Three of them yeah. come together. Yeah. This is where we kind of learned that Thanos um, changes up his plan. He learned a lesson, and basically it was like, no, no, I went about it the wrong way because I left half of you to remember what shit was like before. Yeah. This time, I'm going to eradicate everything and just. Oh, we haven't got it. to that yet, though, have we? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, la- he lays it out now when he first sees the three of them before they Oh, I guess fighting. that is then. I was thinking that was later. No, this is when he lays it out. He's kind of just sitting there chilling. He's got his helmet like perched yeah. up on his blade, and he's like, yeah, you assholes, listen. You thought it was bad before. No, they fought before this, because they fought for like a solid like five minutes before he gets to speech, because... No, because no. They, they're like, the three one of, of the greatest are looking because Thor is watching him. The other two walk up and they say, "What's he doing?" He goes, "No, because he says that after waiting. I knew it. I knew it comes first. I have no. the clips right here no. in front of me. No, it doesn't yeah. happen yet. I knew it comes at two minutes and twelve seconds. Now it's personal. It comes at two minutes and fifteen seconds. But now it's personal has nothing yeah, to do not with what speech, we're talking but about. That's now. Not, now it's personal is not the speech. Yeah, I could have swore it was. The that's speech. the whole speech about him, like. You guys pissed me off. You know, I was just going to let you fucking go and get rid of half people, but now it's fucking personal. Now I'm excited to kill you all. No. Well, that comes a little later. That comes when, later. When he that says, comes after fighting. You're right. Yeah. But yeah. Before anything starts, he talks about how he's changing the plan. Oh, I thought that was the same speech. No. Yeah, he's basically fucking speeches. It's <laughs> a lot of speeches. <laughs> yeah, he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear this uni- universe down to the last atom and build it from scratch, and, and no one will know what it was like before. Because you won't be here to right. tell them. Yeah, because Cap, Cap goes, it's, yeah, you're going to build it on blood. And he yeah. goes, but they won't know it. They won't know that. And that's when Thor gets pissed and, and transforms yeah. from normal yes. fat to lightning fat. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's got yeah. his uniform on. And yeah. And lightning fat's got like a braided beard. Right? And, yeah. I also like that this is a great three-person fight. Three on yeah. Three. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, while this is going on, Hawkeye is is escaping from all the underground tunnels with the the uh, gauntlet with the stones. He's got all kind of gadgets and ropes and shit, so he he makes it out by the skin of his teeth. Um, very very alien, like you know he's he's cutting these things in half. It's it's yeah. great. Um, we get to Nebula standing over him, like you know, give me the thing, but it's the wrong Nebula and. We get our classic trope of two of the same characters in one scene and the hero not knowing which is which. Yeah. yeah. If only one of them had the helmet on and one of them didn't. Yeah, exactly. That's why you need that. Um, but but this is cool. We we have, you know, our nebula trying to talk sense into the old nebula um, and get her to understand that change is possible. And, you know, like, look, I'm literally proof of that. I'm you. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but the acceptance doesn't come because she's still too afraid of Thanos. And uh, out of self-defense, they kill her because she, she pulls her gun. Yeah, she kills herself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Death, death by Nebula. Yeah. Um, so that happens. Again, Clint has the gauntlet once again, and we get back to our fight, which is... Uh, like Joe said, an awesome, you know, three-way fight. Thor is channeling his lightning into Iron Man's armor, who's then channeling that energy. Right. Yeah. Um, but but this guy, you know, this purple guy can hold his own, and he's mm. tossing these motherfuckers around like it's no big deal. Well, I mean, Thanos isn't he a celestial or like he's part a titan. celestial? He's yeah, he's a titan, so not a celestial, but a very very powerful. Um, yeah, almost you know, like a demigod. Like, yeah. yeah. I thought he had like something celestial gene in him, though. Could be. I, I could yeah. be wrong about that, but I kind of swore I heard that somewhere. Uh, not that I'm aware of. 
as far I'll as like the research it. celestial stuff. Yeah, we'll do a little homework on that. Um, so yeah, he's he's like inches away from taking Stormbreaker and putting it through Thor's chest as revenge for what you know Thor did to him in the previous movie. Oh, he's an Eternal. Eternal. Oh, Eternals. That's he's what it was. An Eternal, because that's talked about in that crappy movie. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> that's right. They did go. Yeah, into he's an that. Eternal. Yeah, like forty-five minutes of mythology. That's right, because it was uh, yes. his brother's um, uh, star. So or something. Yeah, we're we're close star to a, a Thor death, and all of a sudden we see Molnir lift off the ground. Right now, Molnir flies through the air, strikes Thanos, and goes back where it came from. And where did it come from, Joe? Came from fucking <laughs> Captain America. Yes. What? Uh, the fuck and you want to you want to talk about a raised fist cheer and cry yeah. at the same time in the movie theater and a shout and like a tear the whole came movie out of my theater. eyes exactly it was like holy fuck the same thing happened to me in infinity war in the train station when they were trying to kill vision and then the the captain america silhouette shows up Oh yeah, and then, yeah. And then a light shines, you know, and you see it's Cap. I did the same thing. I had the same goosebumps. <laughs> and this was that him holding that hammer was like in a Thor. Just it was just yeah. Joe hit that clip, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and again, watching this movie um, with my kids, I mean, it, it was that, even just sitting in my living room, like, just, yeah. there's no stopping the triumphant fist raise of, oh, yeah. yes! Like, oh, yeah, because it's uh, instinctual. It's not, it's, it's, it's a, on a visceral level, it happens, so it happens every time. It doesn't yes. matter how many times I see it, because I'm not, it's not a thought process, it's a, just a thing <laughs> that I do. Exactly. Like, it's, in, yeah. it's in our DNA and stuff. Yes. Well, listen, we're going to leave it here and uh, join us on the final part, part four of Avengers Endgame. We're going to pick it up from this epic battle. Can't get better than this, can it? Like, this no. is definitely the emotional yep. high of this sequence. There's nothing coming, you know, after this that, that even rivals the feeling of, uh, you know, triumph and majesty that this scene provided, right? Nope. Yes. Nothing. No, nothing. All right. Well, guys, join us on part four, and we will see you there. So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do, too, because I host this podcast. And um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys.